did you start trying your dad more or did you start trying your mom more my dad because okay. of the fact I, I was actually afraid of my mom interesting i was not did I, ever I, get into like a, a physical fight my dad and i yeah nah nah i did make him tap out in the front yard before though like one time. Oh wow okay but yeah i got him in chokehold like he he went down like he was just play wrestling or whatever but yeah he, yeah, yeah. he went down Got, got, I, lock, I got like that, that head locking. Clear that, yeah, because like, you were play fighting. <laughs> yeah, because you know, if you're not black, you might not understand. So you know, this I just gotta just put that out there. <laughs> so you have a sister. She's older, right? Or younger? Yeah. Younger. younger. I'm, I'm the middle child. Okay. Yeah. Did your did your father have you slap box your siblings? No. In fact, my bro- so my brother didn't grow up with us. Okay. Like he he grew up in Jersey, um. So because it was just me and my sister, there was no such thing as playful slap boxing. I accidentally, I accidentally punched her one time, and yeah. that's because I was running through the house. You know how you jump downstairs or something like that. Your hands just kind of like go out sometimes. Yeah. yeah, my hand went out, and I was jumping into the family room. I didn't realize my fist was was balled up. Oh, accidentally. Yeah, I, I'm just, cause I'm just, I'm just like, just having fun. I think You're I was just like, boy, y'all just yeah. Get yeah, running around the house with your fist ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did it, but that I I caught her like it wasn't like full flush, but like like I think like a little knuckle grazed her. Oh my god. Yo, know, you'd have thought I I I, I took like a, a a folding chair and like slapped her over the head with it, like like in WWE. Oh, so she was like crying about it. No, that's how mad my dad was. I don't think I don't. I mean, oh. she she may have been crying a little bit, but I don't think it was anything like significant. But she told my dad, "Oh man, yo, yeah." Nah. So there was no such thing as slap boxing with my sister. We, like, well, uh, <laughs> I grew up inside of the Barry household. My dad would have me and my brother slap box. He would have us wrestle. And for a minute there, like I was like, I was kind of dominating. And it was mm-hmm. right when Charles's strength really kicked in. And it was oh, yeah. one, one slap box battle where, where, on, where he caught me. I was like, yeah, we're done with this. Yeah. We we can resolve conflict by talking now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Growing up, growing up with with the opposite opposite sex uh, uh, sibling is um, it's 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 a it's a learning. I actually think it kind of helps you. It prepares you for uh, especially when you're like close in age. I think mm-hmm. it kind of prepares you for um, for how to treat the opposite gender, like when you're in a relationship. What a great segue. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Venus and Mars, episode three. And <laughs> we do an episode a year. <laughs> hey, look, no, no. We picked it up this year, though. We picked yeah, it up we this year. We did. I think we did like maybe one or two last year. We, we This is like maybe four. Yeah. So we're picking up. We're, we're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, my name is Janine, a.k.a. Nina, a.k.a. Claudette. AKA a bunch of things. We'll probably say a couple of names later. And this is my co-host. I'm Derek, <laughs> AKA what? Clive. Clive Vine. Yeah. Clive Vine. Yes, yeah. ma'am. And these are our West Indian names. Yes, yes. Yes. 
So yeah. you were talking about, which is a perfect segue into what we really wanted to talk about today, but growing up with the opposite sex sibling, it prepares mm-hmm. you for interacting with the opposite sex once you like go out into the world and start dating and just interacting yeah. and stuff. Yeah. What do you think yeah. you learned from having a sister? Um, I think I actually kind of learned the the I guess let me not say that you know what okay communication in terms of like being able to because I can't say I fully learned communication with that because I, I think like within the last year is when I fully understood communication within a relationship but I would say uh, uh maybe like being a little more sensitive to how a woman feels that's probably with within the the realm of communication i I would say that's probably the thing that i learned uh, Mm -hmm. with having a sister i think like again like i said before when you're closer in age it helps prepare you for that because when you have like four to seven years in between you're not you don't care like right not like you don't love them but yeah, yeah, you're not. You don't interact with them like that. Like my yeah. sister and I grew up together. We basically grew up as twins. We're 14 months mm-hmm. apart. Oh yeah, y'all so, are twins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it 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 helps within that. Um, I can't say what um what she learned, but I, you know, I I know one of the biggest things for me was being able to uh. Uh, be a little more sensitive with communicating with women. I can general. appreciate that. Yeah. That's a positive thing. I think what I learned was kind of negative <laughs> because <laughs> even though me and my brother are close in age, I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. My mom is Hispanic. And when you're the oldest daughter to a Latina mom, you're, you're kind of raised to like take care of the house and to right. like take care of things. Right. And so like, I think because we were so close in age, but I was like taking care of him too. Like I was in charge mm-hmm. to make sure like everything got taken care of. I had to like protect him and all that shit and kind of like hold hold his hand and like delegate things. And I think I kind of, without knowing it, I kind of was doing that in relationships as well. Like kind of falling into the, caretaker role versus yeah. a partnership like we're 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 supposed to be doing things together right i shouldn't have to take the lead on all that shit yeah yeah no it's it's i mean it's interesting because i i think i think different people learn different things i think it's very beneficial to have a sibling like that that close um it it, it kind of forces you to um check yourself a little bit though it does it does especially like when your parents reprimand you or something like that mm-hmm. yeah you, you you get checked real quick so i don't know i i i i find it interesting yeah for sure yeah 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 but well let's get into the meat of it because the biggest thing we were we've been we've been having this conversation 
off and on for what the last month or two i think we should just like screen record all of our text message conversations and then before we record <laughs> any other show just hit record and then piece together everything yeah 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 episode because <laughs> <laughs> we have some really great conversations i think um one of the biggest things that that and I'm, i should probably you should probably take the lead on this because you had the 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 thing yeah thing. you had the whole situation that you kind of needed to get into so i think i think you should lead this one all right um so i think what we've been hearing a lot of ever since people learned about therapy and yeah. there's been a lot of like buzzwords is vulnerability <laughs> <laughs> everyone talks about vulnerability and do mm-hmm. I feel when I hear it, it's mostly in regards to like men, like women saying, oh, like I wish that men were more vulnerable. But from a man's point of view, even though I do think y'all should be, do you also feel like there's a need for women to be more vulnerable too? Because I think I had to realize what the definition of vulnerability was for me to understand that that I wasn't. I think for women, vulnerability is just like, feelings right like this broad ass category of feelings and we think that that just means like you know we're supposed to tell each other that we love each other and everything's amazing and I think you're you're great and like I just want to share feelings but vulnerability is really like honesty just being 100% honest inside of a situation about yourself and your partner Mm -hmm. and being able to navigate the uncomfortableness of those honest conversations right yeah I I so I think we do want you I think we do want that vulnerability as well I, I but I think with us though what we need is that understanding that it's okay for us to be vulnerable you know how like it takes because especially when you're like in, you're in the the right relationship, mm-hmm. it takes a long time for us to actually like as men to feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable with you, mm-hmm. and that's with the right one, yeah, <laughs> or the right one for you. Let me say it because I don't I don't know if I we'll get into that later, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, the, I think that when when you're with that person, like it just it takes such a long time, like. I think I've only, like I've only had one relationship where I've actually been able to open up mm-hmm. like that, and 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 that's I think I would say about two and a half three years before I could actually feel like it was okay to open up. Two or three, try like ten plus. Me and me and my husband have known each other since two thousand and nine. We've been married for four going on five years. Mm-hmm. It was just within this past year and some change where I feel like we both were able to take off the shield of like n- not wanting to fuck up and to be vulnerable. Right. And what I learned is that from a man's standpoint, I think that y'all have this pressure of feeling like your purpose is to be able to provide and to be able to figure shit out and that we don't have time to deal with feelings. Mm -hmm. And that prevents y'all from opening up and being vulnerable, vulnerable about your weaknesses or fears or shortcomings. 
And then I had to learn for me, like, as much as I talk about love and like, I want us to be close or whatever, I was not comfortable with owning up to my bullshit, right? And I know as women, like we never want to say we're wrong, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we do be wrong. And sometimes we do handle (laughs) things wrong as hell. Yes. And um, I had to have a conversation and just open up the floor like, hey, so I've been feeling low. I've been feeling bad. I've been feeling like I failed because I didn't handle X, Y, and Z right, right? Mm -hmm. And that was the first time that I was honest about just honestly feeling that way because I also, because I'm the oldest and I'm, I'm, I'm like the person that my siblings and cousins look up to. So like, I always have to do things right. There's Mm -hmm. that subliminal pressure of, I can't mess up ever. And so I was bringing that into the relationship as well. Like I have this fuck it out, I'll do it type mindset. And sometimes me doing that kind of messes it up even more. (laughs) Well, yeah, because of the fact that, that you end up having like two alphas in a relationship because, and not all men are alpha men, alpha male. Let me, let me put that out there. We're not all alpha males, but just like for the sake of conversation, when you end up doing that, like it almost feels as if you're like coming into into our role, yeah, or taking over our role, and then mm-hmm. it kind of feels like almost emasculating type of type yeah, of role, like, that thing. You don't trust me to handle it. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like I think with like uh, you you said earlier that that um. Is something about the the feelings aspect of it. Yeah, I don't I don't know that. I don't know that we. I'm I kind of feel like it's more so not even that we just don't want to get in touch with mo- feelings sometimes. I like. It more so like at least for me I'm gonna just speak for me I'm not gonna speak for all men. Only speak for ourselves here. Yeah, for me, uh uh. uh it has felt as if who really gives a damn about how I feel? So like, what's the purpose of me actually expressing my feelings or expressing my thoughts or, or being honest about how I see things or if I don't fully agree? Because at the end of the day, it's not, it's going to get shot down anyway. So why, why, why speak about it? Why speak about it? Just why do, do you feel like it'll be shut down though? Like we're, we're depends we're on what that is. That. I mean, it depends okay. on what it is, I, but I think that's one of that's sometimes, you know, trying to like, cause like sometimes like you're just too tired to like get into it. Mm-hmm. And while I know, um, what's the right way to say this i don't it's not that i like i don't really have a problem with confrontation you know i i I, like if there's something that needs to be addressed i'll address it head on no problem but there are times where it feels like it's a waste of my energy to speak about something in the moment 
because of the fact that I don't know that it's fully going to be received well. Because sometimes I feel like what I say is, isn't fully understood. You hear what I'm saying. You don't mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying. You're too passionate about whatever we have going on right now to even try to understand. Right, right. So, so your ability to actually process how I feel in the moment, it's, it's almost neglectful. Let me put it like that. That's mm-hmm. how that's how it comes across. So, so like me actually saying something at that at that time, you know, I'm I'm not I don't really like care to do the whole sweeping the thing under the rug thing. Yeah. Um, I I rather just address it. But there have been times where I'm just like, you know what? I I rather not get into it because I'm I'm just so exhausted, and I know if if I say X Y Z now. <laughs> it's not going to be received well. Right. You know, so I, I think, think that, that blocks out the vulnerability. And, and I think as a partner, like understanding how your partner communicates is a big thing. Like yeah. you have some of us who are like, oh, I feel this way. We need to talk about it right now. And then right. you have others who are like, yes, I feel a way. I'm acknowledging we're going through something, but I need a minute to just gather my thoughts because if mm-hmm. I speak right now, you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. And that's part of accepting your partner's honesty, yo. Like, and then believe what they say too. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like don't ask for your partner to be honest. And then when they are honest with you, you get on the defense because it's not what you wanted to, to hear. That's the whole thing that about this whole this whole idea of of can you accept vulnerability? can women fully like because I, I i actually sent you a post about that uh i think that's another thing we, we talked about um but uh it was about like can can women or do women actually want vulnerability from their men from their men we say and, we do but I, no we don't <laughs> i don't think y'all do I, at least a lot of you i don't yeah. think you do because we can sometimes put something out just as a feeler. And in those moments when I feel like if, I, if I'm throwing something out just to kind of like see how you react, if you react like really like jumpy or whatever, or, or it's just kind of like harsh. Eh. <laughs> now I'm not talking to you anymore. What's the point? <laughs> and I think that what's the point? Um, a conversation that I have a lot with my friend, shout out to Mo, is is she she has this argument that men love their side chicks more than they love their main. And it's because the side chick is kind of like the friend that they can like really talk to and be themselves with without any type of judgment. And they feel like they have to put on this mask or be this one person inside of the actual relationship. Mm-hmm. so I had to learn how to be a side piece inside mm-hmm. of my marriage like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have to be friends and like we have to be friends outside of just like hanging out and like you know doing cool things we have to be friends to where we we have those conversations where you're just putting it all out there and, and genuinely feel like the other person isn't judging you mm-hmm. um like me and Jude had deep conversation where we both were just kind of 
just being open about the things that we feel like we failed at, things that we want to do, our goals, et cetera. Um, and one conversation, he basically told me like the things that he was struggling with as a married man, which I had never even considered. Mm-hmm. Like he told me that he deals with Tim's and mm-hmm. that's vulnerable and that's honest. And of course that happens, but he's never came out and actually said it to me before. Mm-hmm. But him saying it to me now makes it real. Mm-hmm. And I had to catch myself because out of all the things we talked about and all the great things he said about me and how how much he loved me in the back of my mind, I was like, who is this bitch that got you tense? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. so I had to catch myself and be like, okay. So he was honest about a moment and he was honest about the fact that he was struggling with it, mm-hmm. but he was also honest in how he, uh, how he worked through it and how he removed himself from it. And, and, and it made me appreciate him even more. What was your reaction in the moment though? Like, what did you oh, say? Oh, temptation. <laughs> okay. We had also been drinking and stuff. So like, yeah. I don't condone drinking and smoking, even though like that's part of my life, but but like do do whatever you and your partner need to do to, to create a space where like you're comfortable. And for mm-hmm. us, like it's going out, having a drink, smoking, like just, just creating a space. And for whatever reason this night, like it, it was just, we just let it all hang out. And so I didn't say anything that night. Like I like I was like cracking jokes as if like it didn't bother me, but it was on the like it was on my mind heavy, like for a full 24 hours. And he knows it. And he definitely <laughs> knew it. He was like, um, did did I keep it too real? Um yeah. last I was like, no, it's fine. I'm just just tired. Yeah. But I did have a couple of follow-up questions like, so when you say temptation, what do you mean by that? What mm-hmm. does it mean for, for you? And like, we just continued to have the conversation until I felt comfortable with it. Yeah. But I think every things happen in due time. Had we had that conversation like a year ago, I can't guarantee that I would have handled it in that same manner. Like I would have gotten really defensive and I would have made it about me. I think that that's the thing that women do too. Mm. We always make it about us. Even mm-hmm. if it has nothing to do with us, it's like, oh, so um, you're saying I am not doing this right. You're saying that mm-hmm. I'm not fine enough. You're saying that my da, da, da. Bitch, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's another thing. Like, like we can actually be going through stuff or deal. Like, see, this is the thing. Women women talk about guys going to therapy and stuff like that but then you know what that process of therapy actually does like that forces you to actually like look at past trauma so when you're going through the moments of facing that past trauma and 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 you're dealing with stuff like it it you can sometimes express it in different ways. Like yeah. it, it, it can, it can sometimes come out uh, through, through, through just how you, how you, how you, you know, close a door or, or like. If you're slamming doors, talk about it now, sir. Like, 
I mean, but, but whatever it is, see, but that's the thing. Like, like it's, it's one of those things where, where if that's, that happens now we're in the doghouse because like you're upset. You think, you think it's about you. It's got nothing to do with you. Nothing at all. Nothing. I was I was listening to a comedy podcast and I forget which comic said it, but he was just basically like, um, going to th- like ad- adulting is realizing going to therapy just makes you realize how everybody else in in inside of your life actually needed therapy. Like mm-hmm. your parents needed therapy. Your best friend probably needed therapy. The person you're with is dealing with shit and they need therapy, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going through this journey of unpacking and trying to grow and trying to evolve and like letting things go, mm-hmm. the person you're with is not there yet. When you start to unpack things and it starts to make them realize things about themselves, yeah. if they're not there, then the reaction is not going to be what you want it to be or need it to be. Right. Seeing and you know what... It almost is weird because what what happens when you're going through something like this and it's not the right relationship for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, like how are you able to process what you're dealing with if the partner you have isn't supportive? And and that's the thing, like we just want support. We want we want love and support. And, and I think you all also need to be clear on what that looks like for you because love, love and support for everybody looks different. Like some sure. people are like, hey, I just need you to be here. I need to vent. I'm not looking for any feedback necessarily. I'm not looking for, for you to fix it. I just need to get this off my chest. For Other sure. people want that in want that interaction and want you to kind of go through it with them to try to see a different perspective. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you're clear about what you need in that moment. For sure. As much as we would like to think that we are. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing, like women think or act, I can't say think, but act as if we can read their minds. And, and yeah. that's another thing that's frustrating when you're trying to actually be vulnerable because you're like, you want to say something to your partner. But then you're sitting there like, yo, okay, hold on. If I say this, that's what, that's what ends up happening. Like you end up doing that that what if thing. Like, so if I say this, what if I say this? And if I say this, what's the chain reaction? Like, mm-hmm. how is she gonna react? What's my reaction to her reaction? What's the, where where can this branch off? Like, it's not, it's 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 it builds up anxiety for me. Yeah, it builds up anxiety when when something like that happens because it's like that's what I was talking about earlier. I almost sometimes rather not say some things in the moment because I'm going through that whole thing about the whole chain reaction of everything, especially yeah. especially if it's not the right time. If it's like, yeah, I might be feeling some type of way, but if I if I if I'm not in the mood to to express it or or it's not the right time. It might be real late. I don't have the energy for the conversation. Like there's other things. And I think sometimes like we're expected to just. Just be present. Just say it. Just like, no, but like, 
but no, like we're we're expected. Let me put it like this: I feel as if sometimes women, I feel as as if women have the have the time, like like are given that grace period to process their feelings. Okay. And we're not. Almost like like if we feel some type of way about something, we like we have to express it like a, like right then and there or something like that. And and if we don't, it's kind of like we're we're holding back or something. All right. So I deal with this, but I think this is why men and women's Venus and Mars, our perspectives are so different. Mm-hmm. I de- I am dealing with not dealing with. I am in a loving relationship with mm-hmm. a Capricorn <laughs> Jamaican man from Jersey, right? So let's just start peeling back layers, okay? Because so there, there, there's a lot of layers. <laughs> but if you know about Capricorns, like y'all are like kind of introverted. Like I'm like I am gonna deal with it before I pre pre before I present it to anyone, right? Yes, yes, so, yes. Even, even though, though I'm not I a Capricorn, tell, but yes, I agree with that. Yeah, so even though I can tell you're going through something, mm-hmm. your energy is off. You're mm-hmm. not talking to me uh, about it, which leaves me room and time to try to assume and put things together and think it's my fault when it absolutely isn't, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. by the time you do come out and say something, if my reaction isn't what you want it to be, you suddenly automatically feel like I don't understand you. It's not that I don't understand you, but you've been hon- like like you've been holding this for a week before you even brought it to me. So you've had time to process it, and you've made up your mind uh, about it, and you feel like I should be where you are after two weeks, five minutes after after you tell me about it, which isn't fair. I think both. Both are true. I think both are true. Both can be true. I think both are true because it, it's. I didn't even realize I was doing that in my last relationship. I can be completely honest about that. I don't. I don't. I. I think. I think it, it probably hit me around this summer where I figured out. I was like, oh, uh, that's exactly what was going yeah. on. Yeah, because there's a lot of times where like I, I, if I if I feel some type of way about something. And I know it's not the right time to talk about it. Try to process it. I'll even talk about it with with some friends, and that kind of helps me think about things or whatever. All around, all all the while, she got no idea what's going on. <laughs> so, like, like I, yeah. So I can agree with that. I I, I think it, I think it's one of those things where it's just kind of like you have to like I, like what you and Jude did. I think is is great because. You set that time aside to actually discuss different things and yeah. actually like be vulnerable. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think like what a lot of people don't do is like they're not intentional with it. So it's it's almost like you know some people are vulnerable, but they're not they're not intentional with like actually scheduling like actually like yeah sit downs. <laughs> Yeah. so so then we you like inadvertently say something or whatever i'm just being vulnerable you know yeah. then it starts an argument and then, and then <laughs> like <vulnerable>. jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah but let me ask you something because based off based off all of this like like when i was saying earlier 
being like having this vulnerability with a partner and not is not the, the right person for you what are what is your thought process on the whole soulmate thing i think i think soulmates I think we grew up with the wrong definition of soulmates. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like when we think of soulmates, we automatically think it means like an intimate partner. Like this is mm-hmm. a person that I want to grow old with. It's like this romantical thing, which it can be. Mm-hmm. But I've said before, I feel like my best friends are my soulmates. Like, and maybe it's romantic, kind of, sort of, maybe, but it's platonic as hell. Like <laughs> just someone who is thoughtful, who is, constantly considering you like Mm -hmm. as soon as y'all link like like your energy is up and 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 it's just a good time and like you all are finishing each other's sentences and thoughts like I I think that that's a soulmate so I think the conversation or the question was do we feel like we can have more than one I think so okay so do you think so so do you think that the 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 concept of soulmate and the one like are two different things we just conflated the two yep Mm -hmm. that's interesting never thought about it like that i think i think the one is like you are my person like you are who i want to fight with you're who i want to make (laughs) love to you're who i want to you know what i'm saying like 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 you're who i want to do life with um Good, bad, ups, downs, skinny, fat, sickness, <laughs> health, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're my person. And I think, and, and yes, they have taken soulmate and the one and made one thing. And I don't think it's the same thing. Yeah. Cause like, so I, I like, I, I've told you this before, but like, I grew up in a church and the thought process behind it was, you know, with a lot of, with, marriage and stuff like that was this is the one god created for you right i think that's possible i don't you don't think that god created one one person for you are you saying that you're into a polygamous no oh okay no 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 here goes women trying to figure (laughs) shit out (laughs) you did not say any of that and None of that came out of your mouth. And all of a sudden, the headlines were, oh, Darius polygamist. No, I just, see, here's the thing. I I don't think that everyone is meant to be in a relationship. One. Okay. Don't think everyone is meant to be married. Two. Okay. But let's say those things happen, right? If there is just one that God created for you, there would never be such thing as a divorce. That's not true. I think that people marry and get into these serious relationships with people that they mistake as the one because they're caught up in lust or caught up in what they think they're supposed to be going after. I feel that. Like maybe, maybe like to each its own, but maybe don't go start a family or do actions to where a family can be started with somebody that you've known less than two years. Like I, I feel like one, mm-hmm. one year of knowing someone, it, even though it's a significant amount of time, it's not enough time to know that this is somebody you should be starting a family with. 
Nah, I gotta see you in 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 situations. Like we gotta actually go through stuff. Yes. I can't because here's the thing about it is I don't. I only plan on doing marriage one time. That's it. Mm-hmm. I will. I will only if I if I get married, it's one time. Yeah. And if that marriage fails, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing it again. And and it's not because of the fact that you know the one i i don't like i don't want to i don't want to tie my life my 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 work like all that into someone that can actually walk away i do not want to legally bind myself with someone and 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 it can like go sideways you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the exciting part. Like, it can always go. Sideways. It can always go sideways, but I'm saying in terms of like, married, divorce, married, divorce. That's expensive, right? Yeah, it is. This just off off rip, but I don't want to continue. I I don't want to do all that. Like yeah. my dad, my dad uh, married my 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 brother's mom, right? Mad young. Yeah, I I think they're like like uh, like early twenties. Like fifteen. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> they were mid, I think they were early. I think I want to say it's like 22, 23, something like that. Um, divorced. I don't know how long they were married for, but divorced. And then he married my mom. Like, he married my mom, I think, I want to say, I want to say it was around like 20, he was around like 26, she was 28. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been married for 30, what I'm 31. So they've been married 33 years. To me, that that's, that's great. Right. I'm not, I'm not getting married just for the sake of marriage. I'm, I'm not. And I like, I, the, the whole idea, like I said, like even the, the concept of the one uh that i grew up with in terms of church like it was it was a it was from both sides from from the media because we grew up with those fairy tale stories right you know get together happy happily ever after so live happily ever after yeah yeah like it was that perspective and then it was also the the religious perspective and like going into my like first second third relationship this is what i was thinking like oh yeah okay so she's the one she's the one she's the one. all right you know how many okay, ones you're, you're you're brainwashed into well maybe not say brainwashed no no right. brainwashed it was brainwashed okay so <laughs> you were brainwashed into thinking a life goal is to seek the is to seek the one and you will not be fulfilled and you won't be happy unless you find the one Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and and, and I don't like that. I don't like because I, I, I think I think we we have this wrong uh, perspective on what marriage is just based off of that. You know what I'm saying? And so you grow up with the, these fairy tale uh, uh, definitions and 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 uh, understandings of what marriage is. I didn't, I didn't, I also didn't grow up seeing my parents actually like 
have issues, mm-hmm. like whatever issues they had behind closed doors, they didn't let me and my sister see it. So, That's- with one hand is is great, mm-hmm. right? On the other, you think everything's supposed to be it's perfect supposed to be peaceful. Time. It's supposed yeah. to be all. It's supposed to be non-combative it's like mm-hmm. so that's why that's the understanding of marriage that i grew up with right so like it wasn't until my last relationship where i started like confronting all these things because like we get into arguments we we do yeah. this and other stuff right and i'm just like okay this can't be right this can't keep like this this is yeah. not it's obviously not this so what is it and i started breaking all that stuff down you know like what what do i want and I think that's a lot of things that that we, I think we kind of like get away from that, that thought process um, when talking about a relationship. We like getting away from like, what is it that you actually want? What do you want from this whole thing? And, and, and it becomes about the other person all the time. And that, that's not healthy. That's not healthy because you're not able to actually understand what it is you actually want. And if you don't know what you want, how can you expect to have a partner that knows what you want? And how can you expect to be happy if you don't have a goal in mind or like yeah. an end result? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's just a lot of stuff that I think we end up having to break down. Um, but for example, because I, I know this whole thing with Will Smith and Jada like over the last year, two years like to be honest if you want to go with the whole soulmate thing i don't know how that goes with them right like tupac was jada's soulmate obviously the whole family shaved bald (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying like so it's it's she out that was obviously her soulmate i don't think that she doesn't love will I just don't think just they have her person. No, I just don't think they have that connection. You're not yeah. gonna automatically have like like you said, in like the, the connection that you have with someone may be with the person you're in a relationship with, but it also might not be. Yeah. It also might not be. And I think that it's it's something that we have to understand. Like, and even if we don't fully understand it, try to seek the knowledge about what what it is for your relationship yeah you know i i really wish that i was more woke and (laughs) understanding and what (laughs) will and jada have because i agree i don't think that jada does not love will like i think she has mad love for will i think that they've helped each other grow inside of a lot of ways and we'll never fully know the ins and outs of their relationship because that's their relationship we we Mm -hmm. just have tidbits of what we see on you know, social media and their shows and their books and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if they have an understanding of, hey, I understand that this was a person like you loved and that time was cut short and I'll just have to accept that. But we can have our own thing and be great friends and be great parents and build up our businesses and our careers, then like, let's do that. I just- done that with you- Huh? Could you I was just about to say, no, I'm sorry, you're in love with who? And you'll, you're never going to have closure because, you know, rest in peace, but like, no. 
that's why I said I wish I was grown enough and I was woke yeah. enough and I was accepting enough. But I'm just I'm I'm just not there yet. Catch me in about ten years, I might feel differently. Probably not. <laughs> but ask me again in ten years. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I think it takes a special type of person to be able to uh, first be in the limelight like they are, right? But you're you're experiencing these evolutions because that's another thing we don't really think about with relationships. You evolve as a person, so mm-hmm. technically you're you're like in a relationship with a new person, like almost what every five to ten years. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like like as you should, because you should be you should be evolving and becoming better and growing as a person anyway. Yeah. But like they're doing all this in the spotlight and then having this understanding of what marriage is for them in the spotlight i could never do that just just that off just just that alone i could never do that but my wife is in love with a ghost bruh nah I like nah. Keep that to yourself, fam. Don't That's, don't get in front of this. Don't say that to me. Tell the world. Don't say that to me. <laughs> yeah, def, definitely the don't world. say it to me. Don't say that to me. <laughs> I have a problem with feeling like I lost or feeling like I look stupid. So right. if so if I feel like I look stupid, even if no one else knows, but if I myself is like self, you're looking kind of slow out here. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be at peace. I'm not yeah. gonna be able to sleep at night. So add millions of people on top of that. Yeah, right. we just can't do this anymore. Nah, nah. It was fun while it lasted. It was fun I, like, <clears throat> and I don't even know that it's uh, fully like insecurity. I think it's more like everybody's threshold is different. And, and, and not everybody can, can uh, deal with the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I some people might be okay with their significant other being like close friends with like like an ex if y'all aren't talking uh, about the check what what are y'all talking about why what what is this i i like <laughs> yeah i just can't nah th- this because it is it, it feels disrespectful even though like it could be with the purest of intentions mm-hmm. right but it feels disrespectful because i just feel like anytime y'all like smiling a little too too long or eyes are catching what type of subliminal flirting is happening here in my face at that and then you know let me I mean? see this nigga let me see a little like glimmer in yeah. his eye. oh oh yo nah, nah 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 mm-hmm. nah i i i know i know what my where my boundaries are, that's one of them. That's that, that's right outside of that. That's that. I, I like that you're talking boundaries because I've been seeing a lot of like, because um, polygamy now is like a thing. Mm, and we mm. are in a generation of not wanting to put labels and titles on things. And mm-hmm. I've heard somewhere or read somewhere where there was an idea of if, if you love someone, it should be without boundaries. Like you shouldn't put limits on what they have access to or what they're able to do, et cetera. 
now do I feel like I need to constantly keep tabs and like follow my dude and tell him what he can and can't do no mm-hmm. but common sense should tell you what is appropriate and what's not and this idea of oh like he can he or she should be able to do whatever they want to do but as but but as long as they come home at at night is straight i don't agree with that nah nah i i i can now i can see let me play devil's advocate real quick Here i we can go. I can, nope, not because I polygamy for me doesn't work. I can't share, not not in that way. No, no, yeah. I'm selfish in that way. But devil's advocate, right? I can see where it works. I can see where it works. Like, so say for example, you know, especially like in those relationships, like like throuples or whatever. Like if if they're actually living together, yeah. If I don't feel like cooking or whatever. Two more people. It's so it's three people. Right? You have DoorDash, you have Uber <laughs> Eats, you have Grubhub. Try try again, but expensive as hell. <laughs> try again, but as hell. That's expensive as hell. But hey, it is what it is. So yeah, fe- feeding three people is also expensive. It is. It is. It is. But I can see where like it is beneficial in terms of like house chores. I can see where it's beneficial in terms of of like if i don't want to go out with you somewhere like you got some hey cool hey have fun i can see like in those moments i can see where it's beneficial Sounds i like don't a whole lot of uses and just and just laziness to me i'm sorry you don't want to wash dishes if you don't get your ass in, like <laughs> what wash a dish we we have a dishwasher right 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 no no look look I'm not I, I arguing agree with you. I'm, yeah, I'm arguing yeah. with the metaphorical person who supports. <laughs> I, because, like, like for example, like that show, Sister Wives, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know the whole story, but I know old dude got like he's got like what four wives or something like that. Very bit, and they're they all in different. They all live, live in different houses. I can see the benefit in the community aspect of it. I can see the benefit. Do I want that for myself? Hell no. 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 One woman, one woman is already a, like a handful. I can't think like even like two or three. It, there's no, I don't know how that's even possible. Um, but I, I can understand the community aspect of it. I get it. I get it. They can help each other. Under to the bullshit, sir. I I have no understanding of it. Like, I I just think that, I I think that boundaries, even even like our moral code, not not to say Mm -hmm. that I follow the Bible like to a T, but there's just certain things set in place to like save you from yourself like like there are supposed to be boundaries you're 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 not supposed right. to give in to every want every temptation you have like you are supposed to have some kind of self restraint at some point you, you know what i'm no, saying for sure. If, for sure and i don't the know marriage like, isn't even like a thing like in the bible in terms of like the the emphasis that we put on it now yeah it's not the same that the, as as it was in the bible yeah, 
I don't know, maybe like culturally, if I grew up in a situation where like having multiple wives was like just kind of the thing and like you just expected to have to share, like then maybe, mm. but yeah, not I, up I, in here. I, 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 well, I can't picture having multiple women <laughs> at once. And I damn sure can't picture like being in a situation where there's more than one guy. Like I'm the only guy in a relationship. She's the only woman in a relationship. It's it's just two people. That's how I roll. I don't yeah. knock other people. If it works for you, it works for you. I can't do the open marriage, open relationship thing. Yeah. That's never like it's it's not, it's just not me. I'm a germaphobe on top of that. Like, nigga, it doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe if you found two germaphobe nah. women who sanitized and nah. sterilized everything before every activity, you might feel differently. But I just know that for me personally, nah. Nah, I'm not would. a man nutter, even if it's the bill. I would. <laughs> take care of it. You and me. I would. I would. I wouldn't feel better because I can't see how it's not stressful. Because I like think of like I'm thinking about it in terms of like. The, the woman that's that's feeling neglected right like if you're in a relationship, you could already be in a relationship where a woman feels like it's just a man woman you could already mm -hmm. be in a relationship where the woman feels neglected mm -hmm. so you add another person on top of that and she still mm -hmm. feels like she feels neglected in like a whole other, another oh my god no yeah. no no yeah. no mm -hmm. i'm good on that <laughs> yeah i think i think i I am game for the some people are just not supposed to be married at all versus a polygamous thing. Like I, I, yeah. I can go with just not being married, having friends and family, and just dealing with it versus oh, I'm about to have m multiple partners and we're gonna live this life together. Yeah, because I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'll be 32 February. If I don't get married by the time I, I'm out of my 30s. I don't I don't see that marriage as a thing for me. If it, if if I don't get married by by like around that time, not to say I wouldn't have kids. Yeah. But I don't I don't like I do I wouldn't see the purpose. You know what I'm saying? So you would be Nick Canning in Nick Cannon. No, no, because he's got he, he's got Try saying that school. five times. Nick Canning yeah. it. <laughs> nah, I I I I I I think I would still be in a, a, a like a relationship. I just don't know that marriage would be that thing at like at yeah. that point. I, I'm because if it if it didn't happen at that point up until that point, what am I what am I doing it for? <laughs> and then and then like you say, like the construct of marriage is is we've made it into this thing. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like a like a legally binding thing either. Like mm -hmm. if like if I'm with you and we've made the decision that we're gonna do life together then like let it just be us you know what i mean we don't have to sign anything so that if we do decide to split ways if we did build a business together we we would have to handle that the way any business part partner would but it doesn't have to be like the whole shebang of what a divorce is because yeah, there's there's more that goes into it when you when you do that so i like if i'm going to sign that that marriage license, I'm looking at it like a contract. Yeah, it is. Like, and, exactly. and, and and if you want me, like, here's, here's the thing. Whoever I marry, 
if you want me to propose that whole time, like I like you gotta show me you like you deserve the, the position. <laughs> and that's the as well as I have to show you, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it it's it goes hand in hand. I saw an argument where they was like, stop stop doing wifey duties for somebody that that's not making you their wife. I feel like, Mm. how do you expect to get wifed up if you're not displaying qualities of, like, you kind of, like, you do kind of have to put it out there and show that you can do these things before you actually get wifed up. Because we have to do the same thing. Yeah, y'all do the same thing too. And I don't hear the argument from men. Mm -hmm. I don't hear that, don't you know, stop doing husband, husband duties or whatever like that. If she's not willing to 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 whatever like i don't yeah. hear the same type of argument from men i just bottom line i don't hear it so like i get i get the the the, the mindset behind it but at the same time nah i like i need to know who i am getting into bed joining, with. yeah who i'm joining my life with and, 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 and literally and literally yeah, yeah. but I, I, I need to know I need to yeah. know. I, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put myself in a position where I legally bind my life with someone else, and I don't know what. That's like signing a blind contract. I mean, we do it all the time because we always sign off this term and conditions and um, agreements and all that. Look, they have our know. life. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. But you know, like, it just, it does logic. It doesn't make any logical sense. So, I'm good on that. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, we, we might have to have another conversation about all this because I think I think there's more to go with. But <laughs> I, bottom line, the whole the one thing, yeah. Uh, so, I think I think there's someone for you for sure, for sure. But I think I could be multiple times though. Yeah, for some people, not all people, but I think for some people it could be like this is because think about it. If you're evolving, right, you're mm-hmm. not the same person as you were 10 years ago. There's someone that was the one for you like 10 years ago. That might not be the same person that's the one for you 10 years later. You see what I'm saying? So, I think that's, that's, that's why like us talking about the, the vulnerability or just like the honest conversations, which is really what it is, is so important because you do have to check in periodically like, hey, Remember a couple of years ago where I said I wanted to do, yeah, I'm, I've, I've, I kind of want to do this now. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing about being with someone who is your person is like when you come out of the difficult, like uncomfortable time of growth mm-hmm. and y'all are still together after that, it's like the passion is 10 fucking fold. Like it's Sick. amazing. You just appreciate the person so m- much more. And it's like, you're dating a new person and you still like them. <laughs> <laughs> I still like you, even though you've changed and evolved and things are different. Like you're still pretty dope guy. Yeah. See that like, that's, I want that. Yeah. I want that. Um, it's just, I, you know, <laughs> we'll see we'll see how that goes because it's one of those things where i you know like i think we just rush into things a lot of times and we Mm kind of like we're not blind to red flags but we ignore them 
And when we ignore red flags, like, they're there for a reason. Yeah. They're there for a reason, you know? So I think taking your time and understanding who it is you're, 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 you're talking to, who it is you're, you're, you're dating, who it is you're, you're planning on marrying, like actually breaking that down and understanding who this person is, yeah, is a process that I think a lot of people will just kind of skip. And so that when you skip that, then you go against these relationships or marriages where it's just, it's hell. It's hell. I don't want that kind of hell. I, I, I just, I, this past year has been a time where I've actually learned like who I am Mm -hmm. and and especially like as I've evolved over the last couple of years understanding like what I actually want Mm -hmm. but I gotta be honest with me right I have to be honest about who I am I have to be honest about what it is I want what I don't Mm -hmm. want what my boundaries are you know like I, I you have to be honest with yourself with that honest I, I, to be to me i think you have to be honest with that before going into a relationship a hundred percent and holding yourself as well as your partner accountable for right. okay i have expressed and i understand that this is what i need and if this person is not stepping up to to fulfill those things mm-hmm. then as much as it may hurt we we gonna have to do something here you yeah, know, yeah, just go and I personally ways. don't, be, I don't believe in breaks, but you know, nah, if we nah. break, it's a breakup, it's a breakup. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> a whole other conversation, together. yeah, because I don't know about that whole thing. I, I, I don't see how people do that because it, it, it's almost like a license to do whatever you want while having this mm-hmm. person in the wing, mm-hmm. nah, bruh. <laughs> yeah you want to go do what you want to go do go do what you want to do just don't don't expect me to sit here and twiddle my thumbs while you go out and do whatever the hell it is you're trying to do (laughs) that's a fact all right so cliff notes vulnerability actually means honesty with both yourself and your partner and holding each other accountable for what you express in that moment of honesty Mm -hmm. The one and the soulmate are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you can have multiple soulmates. Yes. Are we on the same page? I believe we are. We honestly, more than more times than none, like we see eye to eye on a lot of things. Yeah, we usually do. It's, it's I, like I, different perspectives, but it all comes down to the same, like, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. just argue it differently. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing we really disagreed well was that Lawrence. Still disagree, you know. That's another conversation for another day. Yo. I started watching Harlem on um Amazon Prime. It's really good. It's with yes. Megan Good and Boo Boo Kitty from Empire and two other really dope actresses. I need to look up names before I talk about them. But there is a scene where um Megan Good's ex from two years ago come comes back in town. She actually broke up with him because I guess he needed to go to school or start something and it was like gonna be long distance. He comes back after two years and she gets caught up in, you know, thinking about their past and she like leans in for a kiss and finds out that he's engaged. Oh, stamp. Spoiler alert. Oh, I haven't watched it either, but it's fine. I'll check it out later. Yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, you could probably put two together because I called it. I was like, he's, he is probably engaged. Hey, I'm engaged. I knew it. But (laughs) 
that just kind of goes to your point of, okay, like if we're ending things, please don't expect me to just put my life on hold because you felt like you couldn't handle this right now. That's, so we, we need to, that might need, might need to be the next conversation. And on the next episode of Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that's something where like the, the, um, the assumption that things are just going to be where you left off. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can speak speak on that next episode of Venus and Mars. Certain level of entitlement, bro. <laughs> Tiara on my head, please. So I like that. I like that. We might. I have to check that out so I, so I can have an actual conversation with you on that. Yeah. And and then we can break really down. We can break down insecure too. Because did you finish it yet? No, because I don't want to cry. <laughs> okay. I'm not ready to say goodbye yet. Yeah, say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. To say Let, how about you watch it and then we'll okay. go. We'll because we we probably need to have a part two conversation of what we were talking about with insecure. Okay. The last Let's episode. do it. I think that was the last. I episode. did see. I did see where um they were at the going away party and then Lawrence like professes his love to Issa and was like I am not happy if it's not with you and then him and Nathan get into it I was like oh the passion but I I, <laughs> I wouldn't pick Lawrence I know I wouldn't pick Lawrence but we could talk about that later we definitely need to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> all right but yeah go ahead and give everybody your socials all right um at Nina Soul N-I-I-N-A-S-O-L on Instagram um link in bio that link and bio to everything else of course uh like and subscribe and comment on our venus and mars videos we have a solid five, <laughs> five six, six maybe six. okay yeah we, like we, get a, we get to that double digit though watch I'm out popping bottles when it's double digits might be next summer but we'll be we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there yeah, uh, check me out, Derek underscore OTS, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, the black way to spell it. Um, but if you're going to choose one or the other, go ahead and follow the brand. Don't follow me at OTS Media Co., all social media platforms, OTSmediaco.com. Check out all the articles we have on there. I was supposed to be updating that site um, before the new year. That obviously has not happened yet. So I will try to get to that in the next couple Delayed, of weeks. Delayed but not denied, people. It's I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I'll get it done. Uh uh, but yeah, please check out all the shows we have going on. Um uh, but please comment, rate, review Venus and Mars. We will be hopefully doing these a little more often. Yes. Maybe maybe once a month type of thing, something like that. We'll see how it goes. Um, but we got a lot of different topics and like what y'all don't understand is that between these episodes <laughs> so so much is said it's 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 like we like if we like if you like you said if we had just we just screen recorded our conversations like y'all y'all would like the y'all would love it it's 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 this every time <laughs> here's what i say here here is what i propose Okay. Before we record any of our shows, shout out to Plugged In, shout out to Pass the Ox, immediately hit record, right? And then mm-hmm. at the end of the month, we have a compilation of just a whole bunch of our little clips. Yeah. <laughs> Will it be random? Yes. Oh, it's Will it be random. fun? Of course. But it's content nonetheless. <laughs> content nonetheless, and you should love it. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, but we will. This is the last of, of this year, last episode of this year. So we will catch you guys next year. Um, and and thank you for watching and or listening. See y'all next time. Bye.